0: The following program is brought to you by the 511 Media Group. This program is available on iTunes, Spotify, the 511 Media Group YouTube channel, and 511mediagroup.com. Welcome back to Play it Out Loud, the now international podcast get to that a little bit later, but it's a bonus episode, no Ryan today, uh, and there's a reason for that, um, we are going to have two episodes uh, on the Shinedown Revolutions Tour, and this is the first of two, uh, Ryan did not join us, I'm here with Brie today.
1: You didn't say I'm rich, and then I was going to be like, I'm not Ryan, Oh, so
0: okay, hi, I'm rich.
1: I, it's it's over. Now, should we redo it? No. no, no. <laughs> the moment's gone. <sighs>
0: So as you can see the Brian's not here today. It's a little um, weird to be honest, but I got my chair back. So. On vacation, yeah. He's <laughs> He's on vacation. Uh he's up in uh, upper Michigan enjoying some uh some R&R and he texted us yesterday what the hell is he doing? He was uh Whiskey tapping something? some barrels, I think he said, is that right? I don't know. He sent us some pictures here. Yeah. He's tapping some barrels. Very interesting. Uh the quote was oh, trying some barrels. Uh, Pay some bills, trying some barrels, very different. Um, I didn't know he was a beaver. But what we were doing, uh, and this was the last night, so this is today, the thirtieth of April. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, it's a couple weeks later. But uh, what we were doing is we were in Milwaukee for Shine Down, Three Days Grace, and From Ashes to New.
1: I'm so proud of you for remembering it this time. <laughs> it only took until the show was over to remember it.
0: <laughs> well, it's still fresh in my mind. Mm. Uh, we got back kind of late last night, and. Um, Actually, uh,
1: some later
0: than some, I would say some later than some other, well, we got out of there pretty, pretty good. Uh, I'm always worried when we leave a venue that we're going to get stuck behind people traffic and then car traffic and it's going to take us forever to get out of any place that we go. So, um, so we're here to review Shinedown, we're here to review three days grace, and we're here to review from ashes to new. Um, so we should start by saying Shinedown didn't come to the Chicagoland area. This Mm -hmm. year. Um, They're going to be in, well, they were in Milwaukee last night. And they're going to be in Madison in July. Uh, And Ryan and I are going to that show. It's going to be a little different than this show. That show is Shine Down. I'm trying to think of who else is with them. Sleep Theory. And um, I can look it up. But uh, we went last night, drove up to Milwaukee. Uh, What was your first impression as we drove up to the venue uh, which was the five excuse me five serve forum five Mm. serve forum f-i-s-e-r-v-e it's it's smack
1: dab in the middle of downtown
0: it is but what would you think of the venue itself
1: very new very big um are you talking about just the appearance or are we going into like the the sound everything i mean
0: just from no just your initial when we when we drove up it was huge very much so. That was exactly it what It was I
1: overwhelming. It felt like I was going into a hockey game because of the way they had the lines set up. And I haven't been to a hockey game in, God, I don't know, like 15 years. But, like, it felt like you were going into the United Center, like you said, or, like, something like that. Because there were so many lines. There were so many security. And then you just go up escalators and it's like, oh, here's all the excitement.
0: Well, so, first of all, it's San Antonio. Um, which I should have gotten from Three Days Grace because Adam used to be the lead singer for Three Days Grace and now he's with Santa Sonia. So it's kind of symmetrical. But anyway, um, so that's the lineup over there. It's going to be a completely different lineup. It's going to be a completely different venue. It's a more intimate venue. This is more of a larger arena. This is like show. It's an arena show, um, which I'm going to comment on a lot during this um, podcast, this review about the actual venue. And the thing that we noticed first when we wa- when we walked up to the venue is there was an outside merch booth mm-hmm. which is very unusual i mean when you go to which is now changed it used to be the hollywood amphitheater in tinley park it has now changed names as of a week ago i don't even know what the new name is i think it's credit bank credit credit union 1 Amphitheater? Something like that. So
1: I'm still going to call it Tenley Park yeah, is what I'm getting from call, this. I call it the World Music Theater. <laughs> Just still. like the Sears Tower? Correct. <laughs>
0: but they have multiple booths when you walk into the venue. This is actually outside the venue in like their entertainment district. They
1: also have their rock radio station that's hosting Hogfest also there.
0: Right there, which yeah. is Hog. I
1: think they sponsor whatever goes on at this stadium too well, because you saw their had, stuff The everywhere. bands had ref,
0: had referenced them last night too so it's it's the main rock ba- uh the rock radio station in Milwaukee is is hog i think it was at 95 something like that um and then you walk up to security and this was a little the security line was a little different now as you know listening to our podcasts and our reviews we don't just review the bands we review the venue that we go to um, this kind of venue is much like a lot of the other venues that we go to um, the arena styles like here in it's the felt sh-
1: very different though i mean like i haven't been to an arena show in a very long time like you can count tinley i guess but it's different well that's it's not out, like that's a, an outdoor yeah venue. it's not like an indoor arena. i would
0: say it's somewhere between if if you're familiar with chicago the united center and the all-state arena it's Which somewhere I been in, in an ages between those two um it is newer certainly um Used to be the Bradley Center, I believe, where the Bucks played. Now it's Five Serve Forum. It's fairly new. I don't know when I it think opened. the Bucks still play there. Though. They, oh absolutely. <laughs> yeah. All their banners are in the in the yeah. rafters. But um, it's a beautiful venue. I mean, you walk it's in. It's very new. You, you walk can tell. in and you go up the escalators and they have they have merchandise everywhere. They have I, every
1: kind of food you can think of. They have a
0: Chick fil A. Yeah. Which was they have an that's Ann's. what we had for dinner.
1: I, I thought about getting pretzels, but I was like, I should probably have some like substance.
0: And let me just state for Chick Fil A, um, Chick Fil A is one of the best restaurant run operated uh, run and operated restaurants in the country, in the world probably, but at least in the country. And their setup was very, very unique. I thought, like it was they kind don't of have anybody taking honest. your order. What's that?
1: It's kind of confusing when you finish your order and you're like, so like. Well, that what that part what cubby Am I coming to? <laughs>
0: right, that part was confusing. But when you walk up, they have a tablet. And you, and you there's a very limited menu, right? They had a couple of they sandwiches, sandwiches some nuggets, nuggets, waffle fries. Two types of fries. They had a waffle chips and a waffle fries. And then the drinks were in bottles, mm-hmm. not cups. And then they took the lids off of the, the bottles, which I, I thought know. was I weird. But one. you order it, and then they give you a number, and they ask you, do you want a tip? Well, no. Um,
1: I didn't because I wasn't getting like that customer... Service experience, I guess. I had to take
0: my own order. Why would I tip? Anyway, it says, okay, the part I liked on the screen was you're in prep or you're done and you can pick it up. I just took my phone. I and so there was a bunch of cubbies, like you said. There's a bunch of cubbies, and then your food goes into that cubby. You grab it, and you go along. And Every
1: other place wasn't like this, though. You should probably. No. All the other places that. where you walk
0: up, they take your order, they give you food, mm-hmm. or they give you a drink, and you go on. Chick-fil-A right. was completely 100% automated, except for the people who grabbed it out of the kitchen and put it up into the cubby. But I thought it was, it was quick. It was very efficient. Um, it was hot. It was good. I was
1: kind of sad that I had to put on... The nasty lettuce that was in the little, like when you go to a, like a football game and you put your toppings on the hot dog, they have like the Mm. little crank machines and stuff, but it was just like out in the open. So I was like, Oh, I don't know. And then the first piece of lettuce I pick up, I'm like, of course it's all red. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want that. Mm. And this guy's like watching me struggle because I have three shirts hanging off of me. I have my drink in my hand. I have my sandwich and I'm trying to put a piece of lettuce on. And this woman's struggling with the mayo next to me. And I'm like... This is just a mess. I'm lucky I didn't drop it. So normally in when anything. we go to
0: an event, we go to a smaller venue. They don't have any food. So this was kind of a treat.
1: Or if they do, they have like popcorn. Uh,
0: or a very not messy. limited menu. They might yeah. have sandwiches or something, but I don't limited.
1: think so. Usually it's like chips,
0: um, popcorn. So we get there, it's a beautiful venue. We we get upstairs and you're pissed already because the event starts at 7. Mm-hmm. And we're walking into the We venue. got there at
1: like six fifty five. We were outside at six yeah. fifty five. And by the time we were in the line to security, I could already hear the band starting. Mm-hmm. And that was frustrating because I could have made the first song by the time we got upstairs. Because mm-hmm. I we got upstairs right at seven. Mm-hmm. So I could have got there right for the intro and I missed two songs.
0: By the time we figured out what to and do. I and I went where straight
1: to, go. to our seats. I went straight right. to the I seats. I got
0: in the merch line because you were I like- had
1: to pee. And I went straight to my. You're seat. like, I want to see it
0: from Ashes <laughs> to Do. And I'm like, we saw them. I want to see Three Days Grace. And I want to stand in a line that I know is going to take me into the second set. So um, I got in the merch line. You went, sat down in the seats. I got, uh, I got a shirt, got back to the seats.
1: Which the seats are so confusing because there's like one side that you approach first. And it says, we were in section like 107. Mm-hmm. And that side said 107. But because the rows are so huge... We had to go on the opposite side. It was like I went 106 in, 106 almost, and they're like, "Oh no, it's on the other side. You got to go out and right." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" So I'm like running. So you over. text me
0: and you go, "Hey, go to the other side by Kona Grill. And it's okay, so I get down there, and we're, I mean, we're fairly close. We're 13 rows off the off off of the floor, not off the stage, but but off the, the sides floor.
1: of the floor are very short compared to the back of the yeah, the and pit. the
0: upper deck. I mean. I I remember looking at those tickets, and the upper deck was probably half of what you spent on the lower bowl. Those seats did not look very, A, comfortable. They They were so high up. very steep and far away.
1: They were so high up. They probably saw a lot more of the, like, equipment. And
0: then there were suites. So the suites were above us, which were certainly further away. And then there was an upper deck, and then there were suites on top of that. Now, when you're watching a... Hockey game or a basketball game or whatever, fine. But you're watching a concert from way up there. Probably not the best seat in the house. And you're paying a lot of money for those suites. Well, they
1: probably got the TVs on and they're like they do for the...
0: Well, they had to have everything off. All the lights were, were off and dim. You don't normally have that in the suites. They're usually turned on. So all the lights were off. So anyway, get down to our seats. Uh, from Ashes to New, um, formed in 2013 out of Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Uh, the thing I like about that band is they have essentially two lead vocalists they have uh danny case is their lead vocalist and uh matt Brandberry Brandyberry, brandy berry excuse me uh does the rap vocals and the keyboards and then they have a lead guitarist lance dowdle and their drummer is uh matt madeiro i believe his last name is pronounced they've done four albums they've done five eps you like them a lot mm-hmm. um I, I like them I, I i like their music but you you really like them yeah how did you think their performance was uh, versus when we saw them at Bottom Lounge, and it's a very small venue, how do you think they did in a very, very l- – I mean, this is a very large venue. I'm trying to find I don't think they knew capacity. what to do
1: with themselves on the stage. Well, it's a very large stage. It so was a very long stage. So if you
0: haven't seen the new um, stage configuration for Sign Down Revolutions, so if you haven't seen it on on YouTube – it basically looks like a, a T. So there's a stage, but they don't use the sides of the stage where the drummer is. Everything is pushed out into this long, like, landing strip. And so it's a very elongated stage. So there's a lot of space between each of the people who are on stage. And, and it almost kind of looks like they're just walking around aimlessly. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I,
1: obviously, Shinedown, we'll get to that, knew what they were doing with the sure. stage. But for a newer band who isn't really used to performing these big... Arenas. that just seemed like they were like, "Holy shit! Like, what do I like?" You know, they were running back. Which and is why I asked the question
0: because when we saw them at Bottom Lounge, they looked like they were completely comfortable in that in well, that smaller stage setting, right? <laughs> so you've got the there drummer, and band then you've on. got and then you've got the Four, guitarist, and you've got sorry. the two guys kind of walking around the stage, mm-hmm. but limited access to moving around the stage very much. This they've got a whole runway mm-hmm. that they're dealing with, but I think they did a good job. They
1: had really good like visual stuff. Um, they were playing. With every band, they had, like, these TVs almost set up by the drum kit.
0: Yeah, video screens. And they
1: had, like, lyrics playing and, right. like, their logos or flashing their logos, or whatever. Right. Three Days Grace did the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I and thought And it was that very was well put, put together. together that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't know if Danny was just tired from the show, but he sounded a little off. And I don't know... It wasn't bad. He did very well. I think he's just very like screamed out from the tour so far because they've been on tour for. It like could a month be now. that you
0: think you have to strain a little more when you're in that big space.
1: Well, so they performed one of their new songs, um, "Hate Me Too," and in the beginning, he has a very high pitched note, like the very the hate he says, um, like I, um, I wish I hated you, and that rises really quickly and because he's like not yelling but because he's trying to hit this note and it's a very loud note it came out a little like hit the first note he cracked I was listening to the video again last mm. night cuz I heard it and I was like ooh that that's not a good feeling to have when you're an artist and your voice cracks um and then
0: it could be nerves too well, you're in front of all, I mean they've done a lot of shows already on this tour but that's that was a lot of people there were a lot of people last night yeah. A lot of people. I mean, I've got some crowd um, photos and then I've got some videos where I pulled back and Brent Smith just seems to get lost in the the sea of people. And it's just, it's, it's crazy how many people are there I, versus I some of the shows of that we go to. I think it was more of a vocal
1: thing though, because it doesn't seem like he's been super nervous on this tour from like the videos they've been posting, which obviously you only get one side of things, but right. I think it was more of like a vocal strain thing. Like either something was going on with his voice that day. Cause some of the screaming and other songs just felt a little off too. And I, I think it was more of like a vocal, like they're not, they might not be used to performing this much for these big crowds and, and all that other stuff. So I don't know if it's just wearing on him a little bit.
0: So if serves, uh, holds about 17,000 people for a concert,
1: it was pretty packed. So
0: it was sold out. And then some, I think so. Yeah, I mean there were very few open seats. There might have been some towards the back of the stage. So let's say let's just say for sake of argument there were 16,000 people there last night. That's a lot of people.
1: It's Compared 16, to some 20? of
0: the sh- pardon me. I'm 16, th- yeah, 16,000 people. I
1: thought you said s- it was 1700.
0: No, 16,000 people. Oh. 16,000. So normally we go to a show and there might be 1,000, 1200 people. It was
1: kind of overwhelming when there were people everywhere.
0: Just everywhere. Felt like I
1: was on an airport.
0: <laughs> and then when they start, when they start waving their arms or they start jumping up and down, you see this wave of people. Especially when they turn the lights on their phone, that's pretty cool. Um, and we will post some of those videos on TikTok and Instagram. But um, so from Ashes to New, the the one takeaway that I have is now that they have four albums and they've done five EPs, they have a very good um, catalog to pull from. And they can pretty much walk into any venue and probably play up to an hour, I would think, um, reasonably where people would know most of the songs. But they, for some reason, that band works with those two lead singers. Not every band that has two lead singers like that works, but I think they work very well together. They play off of, of each other very well. Um, do you like that? Is that what drew you to the band, or is or is that like just a the bonus? two lead
1: singers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it it was very Linkin Park sounding, but more modern. Like, Linkin Park had a very distinct sound because of Chester, but, like, I don't know, this kind of fits the mold of, like, that Linkin Park vibe. They do
0: equal amounts of singing, too. It's not just one's kind of overtaking.
1: You can see them, like, going back and forth with, like, either backup vocals or... Like yelling or whatever they're doing in the song, like they go back and forth, they ping pong off each other very it's often. Very
0: rehearsed. It's they did a they did a really good job of playing that space for as smaller of venues that they probably. I wish they got to play. play a
1: little more. They only played like six or seven songs, and
0: I, I think I said that to you. I said, you know, they only played five or six songs. I said, I wish they played a few more songs. That I would have, I would have liked to have seen them. You know, play seven or eight songs, and that would have been a good set. They have enough I think. of them. Correct. I, I just, I, I, think they, if they played maybe two or three more songs, I think it would have been worth it. It just seemed very short. They're mm-hmm.
1: Well, they started early, and then they were done. Like, well, I think felt they got like half I sat an hour down for like.
0: Yeah, they got a half an hour.
1: I, but still, even three days grace didn't get that long either.
0: They had about forty-five to an hour, I think, probably forty-five. Minutes at least. They
1: only played like seven um, Shine Shinedown
0: played for an hour and 45 minutes. Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> which I get. And they had a I lot get. of time in between, right? Yeah, um, they did. And so, then between the bands, so you were like, I think I want to get. First of all, I said, I'm hungry. I need to go get some food. So that's why well, we I went had to pee. Yeah. So that, that's when, when I went to Chick fil A, you went to the bathroom and then
1: stood at the merch line. You
0: still wanted to get. You were trying to find it from Ash's to New um T shirt and you had circled around and tried to find where they had. Could any you of blame merch- me
1: for not finding well, where it they was? They didn't have
0: mer they didn't have their merch in every single um spot they only had it in one and we you couldn't even find it we had to ask and the guy's like oh it's over I walked there past it that's why i was pissed but it was on the right side that you yeah, couldn't see i
1: couldn't see it i walked and up and i'm like shirts. oh i can't see anything like whatever
0: right they only had so i walked back
1: yeah i was like oh it's got to be like downstairs or upstairs somewhere where i can't see it
0: so i went and grabbed something to eat you got in the line um i went back and listened to the band and immediately the first song <laughs> they start playing you're like oh i love that song
1: no, it was the second. What they played, the second they opened with Soul Called Life, which is great. It's off their newer album. But um, I was just listening to the people in front of me in the line, and I'm like, oh, my Jesus. I'm like This is going to be a long night. Mm. Um, because it's it's kind of one of those things where, like, with Alter Bridge, it was just an older crowd. You think so? Yeah. Or Do just the, the well, little weirdos from So Three Wisconsin. Days Grace has been
0: around 20 years. Shinedown's been around 20 years.
1: The crowd was just very weird. Like it was a very healthy mix, as opposed to like when we were in Iowa. But, um, I don't know. It was just like the people were weird, and they were talking about how they didn't really like the new song. And then they played "Animal I'd Become," and then everyone, like the lady in front of me, was dancing. I'm like, please stop that! It's burning my eyeballs. Um, but I was just like, I know, and you could tell like the vendors were getting annoyed with these people because one lady walked away and like had a visibly like take a step back because mm. the lady was being so obnoxious. Um, yeah. Anyway.
0: So three days grace then started playing and they're out. Of, um, they're out of Canada. Uh, they're a Norwood, Ontario band, 1992. They were formed. Um, their lead vocalist uh, is no longer uh, Adam uh, Gantier. He is now with San, uh, Sonia. So it's Matt Walst, lead vocals. It's Barry Stock, lead guitar, Neil Sanderson on the drums, backup vocal, and Brad Walst, who is Matt's brother on the bass guitar and backup vocals, which I find very interesting that Adam left the band and Brad was a, f- a founding member and he was like, hey, my brother can sing. And I'm going to say something probably very controversial for people who like Three Days Grace when Adam was there. I think Matt fits Three Days Grace better than Adam does.
1: He sings their old songs very well. Very
0: well. Not that Adam didn't do a and great it job. And looks like he
1: enjoys performing, too. He does.
0: And that was the other thing I was going to say is he is completely 100% into that band. There are a lot of guys that aren't with the founding members of a band. And then they come in, like a Bad Wolves, for instance. Tommy Vex leaves. Um, their Their new lead singer comes in. He's fit very well, and he's kind of put his own stamp on it, but he's still singing Tommy's songs, right? And so it seems a little awkward when you're hearing them. You're like, he's doing a good job, but it just seems a little awkward. Matt goes in and sings these songs. They sound kind of similar, to be honest. Well, they do. First, of, that's a good point. But second of all, he's just – he's killing it.
1: I was going back, and I was thinking, I was like, I don't actually know when he joined the band because – was it infrared that album was that the album that he mm, came in?
0: it might have been yeah, or is it
1: the mountain I forget what it's called
0: um
1: I don't remember when he came in the band because they sound so but similar. wouldn't that
0: be wouldn't that be a, a plus for him meaning like, well, we don't really know the line of delineation between when Adam left and Matt came well, in well that's what
1: I'm saying they if no one told me that they had a new lead singer, I wouldn't be able to tell a difference.
0: He worked the crowd very, very well. Now he had to be hot as balls in that trench coat, um, yeah. and I know he's he's worn that a lot on the tour um, because they had a lot of they have a lot of fireworks and they have a lot of explosions um, during their sets. So he's he had to be pretty hot in that. But um, he sings really, really well, and mm-hmm. that's the first time I've seen them live uh, since I started listening to them. 10, 15 years ago, probably 10 years, 10 years ago. there's a really good band. I mean, I, I'm I'm kicking myself that I haven't seen them before this.
1: It's not like they've really been out that much,
0: though. Well, so I'm glad you brought that up because what I did is I took a snapshot and I thought the same thing. I took a snapshot of of where they've headlined and how often. So in 2004, they did the Three Days Grace World Tour. Now, these are headline. One X Tour in 2008, Life Starts Now Tour in 2010, Human Tour in 2015, the Outside Tour in 2018, and their Explosions Tour, which is off their new album, in 2022. They co-headlined the North American Fall Tour with uh, Breaking Benjamin in 07, Welcome to the Family Tour with Avenged Sevenfold in 2011, they did a U.S. tour with shinedown in 2013. And if you remember, he Brad said, it's said Hey, years. it's been 10 years since we toured with our brothers from three days grace. So there you go. And then the end of the world tour with Avenge Sevenfold and prophets of rage in 2018. And then they were a support band for, and this, I found funny in 20, uh, 2003, they were a support band for trapped, which trapped to me is a one hit wonder. Um, and then they supported Nickelback in 2003 on the Long Road Tour. Uh, they supported Evanescence in 2004, North American Tour. They supported Hoobstank, uh, 2004, Let It Out Tour. Back with Nickelback in 2007, 2010, and uh, for all the right reasons, and then Dark Horse, and then The Revolutions Live in 2023, which is what they're on currently. So, um, I saw all the Right Reasons tour, and I saw the Dark Horse tour, and I didn't, don't remember seeing them on either one of those tours. So they must not have played all the different uh, dates. They must. I have thought
1: I went dates. to a Dark Horse, but
0: we did, but I don't think they supported the one that we went to. They must not have been at that one. I don't so,
1: remember if we even got to see.
0: Point is, twenty-one years ish, they've done a lot of touring. And that's the first time that I've seen them, which I'm very surprised it's the first time I've seen them. So they did a great job. I, I personally it seemed like a
1: lot of the crowd was there specifically for Three Days Grace. Like everybody likes Shinedown. Shinedown's one of those bands that can kind of fit anybody's mold. But it seemed like a lot of the people, at least I was seeing, were there for Three Days Grace. And they were talking about how excited they were. and
0: Because like I don't think they tour very often maybe um, not near mad or Milwaukee near, near us maybe maybe it's East Coast maybe it's in the South maybe it's the West Coast I don't know I don't even think they've been playing festivals either I've I i do not know that's a great question but they did a great job i I, I would go see them again yeah uh, I enjoyed if, the if show. they were on this tour and they came to Chicago I'd go see them again that was they did such a good job they're just
1: a band that's old like they're one of those fluid bands like I wasn't like oh my God they're so old like why are they still doing this you know, like sometimes you feel that way, like the Google dolls. I was like, oh, this is good, but like you guys got to call it quits. So sometime. when they did, um,
0: <laughs> they did I Hate Everything About You, yeah. which is obviously what put them on the map. Um, he kind of went into a, you know, hey, this is what really put us on the map. And and he didn't do it live. They they had a video board with uh, a couple of their founding members talking about it, saying, hey, we were just sitting around doing a jam session. This came out of it. And here we are now almost 20 years later. So um, that was pretty cool. When you listen to their music, you go, "Oh, that's them." Oh yeah, that's a great song. Oh yeah, it's like every song that they play.
1: That's why I was like, "Oh, I'm not going to get a shirt right away for Three Days Grace because I'm like, oh, like the Three Days Grace. Like, eh, do I need a shirt? I don't know." And then I was like, "Holy shit!" I forget how much I actually have listened to this band since I was younger because they were so popular when I was a kid mm-hmm. that they were playing on the radio all the time with like Nickelback and you know even Shine Down. Mm-hmm. And when I was listening to the show, I'm like, "There's not a song in here that I." Don't know. Like, I, I'm not super familiar with Painkiller. I know it. I don't know all the words by heart, but I mm-hmm. knew every other song pretty religiously.
0: And that's the one they ended with, correct? No. Painkiller? No. They what ended they with do? Riot. Oh, Riot. You're right. You're right.
1: Which I know. love that song. I love that album. Um, So, I mean, I, I enjoyed the show. Yes, it felt like they were playing a lot of oldies, but, like, I'll I'll say this about Shinedown, too. Like, what at what point do they... Have to stop playing more new stuff because they're such a loyal following.
0: And they, again, have such a large catalog. That too. So both Shine Down and Three Days Grace have seven studio albums. That's a lot of material. You figure each album has about 10 songs. That's 70 songs they can pull from. And they could only do nine or 10 of them.
1: Well, if you're in Shine Down, you do 19. But
0: I'm saying <laughs> Three Days Grace could only do nine or 10 of them. Yeah. So you're leaving 60 they songs. They did open on the with table. their new
1: song, though, which is great. And I love that for them because it shows that they can still make music and people will still like it. There's some people, like I said, in the crowd that didn't like it, but they can. It It's if life is the, such a waste of fucking time sometimes. You know what I'm saying?
0: I understand <laughs> going for a particular band and then knowing the other bands and kind of either tolerating the opening band because you really don't know them. It would be like going for Alter Bridge and then kind of sitting through the other two bands that open for them. Right, and they're like, "Oh, okay," because we saw Red and we saw Mammoth WVH, but Red was really good, Mammoth WVH was really good. That which there were I think a lot of people, made Alter Bridge really good.
1: There were a lot of people there though from the first set. Like there was a lot of people in there. It was
0: there. almost full.
1: Yeah, there were a lot of people already there. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what that. I, says I would about say fans, there's probably but...
0: thirteen of the sixteen or seventeen thousand people were already in the venue from for, for ashes to
1: normally you can tell when like people are starting to show up it's like okay like you should get your merch before the, like the second set goes on um you should probably get it before if you can and you know but
0: by the third set so by the time between the between the second and third band there wasn't a whole lot of people in the concourses mm. there was people lining up to go to the bathroom that line was yeah. ridiculous um
1: i thank whatever Lord was watching me that day <laughs> for not having to pee multiple times during that, that show. You, you I ran wasn't... out
0: a couple times but. Um, I ran out once. Okay. Well I'm talking about between the sets. Oh. And yeah then, no I didn't pee though. And then one more time. And then the you went back for another shirt for Three Days Grace mm-hmm. and then we got into and sat down for Shinedown but at the same time that you were getting that shirt and I've got this here Oh yeah um, just
1: sprinkle the bag.
0: I I was going to throw it away, and then I put it back in here. Uh, So Barry Kirch is their drummer for Shinedown, and they had some signed drum heads. Uh, He is represented by Evan's drum heads, and he signed a few of them, and I was able to get one last night. That was pretty cool. So that'll go here in the studio. Um, What I'm thinking about doing is taking the picture that we took last night at Shinedown, Uh, taking a picture I took of Barry behind the drums last night, and putting it in some kind of a case and putting it in here. So that'd be pretty cool. Mm. Um, So Shine Down out of Jacksonville, Florida. 20 years, they've been a band. Um, I've seen Shine Down four times now. I think four times.
1: You've seen them more than that because I've seen them four times.
0: Oh.
1: You're probably at six, if I had to guess. You were always like two ahead of me. Wow. I
0: I didn't think it was that many, but I've seen them a lot. Because we saw
1: them on Attention, Attention twice. We saw the Cut the Thord, that hmm... The Thieves and whatever tour. We saw that one. And then we saw them with Breaking Benjamin prior to that. And then we saw this one.
0: So they've got seven albums. Leave a Whisper in '03, Us and Them in '05, Sound of Madness in '08. That's the first tour that I went and saw. So I've seen them since 2008. They were with Breaking Benjamin and Nickelback. That was a phenomenal concert. I saw them in St. Louis uh, at the Keel Arena. Uh, I think it's Scott Trade Center now. Uh Amaryllis in twelve, which you like that album. Threat to survival in fifteen, uh Attention to Tension in eighteen, and then Planet Zero in twenty two. So, you know, my first experience with them touring <coughs> was twenty oh eight. And they opened with in that concert they opened with Devour and they went to Sound of Madness and went from there. Personally, that's my favorite album is Sound of Madness. Yours.
1: Probably, I don't know. They're all pretty
0: good. I mean, you keep telling me how much you like Amaryllis.
1: I do like Amaryllis. I don't know if it's my favorite, but I think you're wrong for saying it's not one of the best ones.
0: Here's what I think is I liked it more than Planet Zero. Ironic that I, it's not one of my favorite albums. If I had to rank them, it would be towards the bottom, but I think it might be Brent Smith's favorite album because they play so much of it. And when he sings the songs off of that album, he sings them with such enthusiasm if you go back to maybe some of the interviews that he's done you might find that it might be one of his favorite albums just because he he plays the songs on that album
1: there's never been a show i haven't heard bully or follow you Mm -hmm. ever i've been to how many concerts from them and they've never not played those songs
0: well I they also play unity i think think, well they did last night they played unity the last time we saw them um but Bully, I think, is one of those songs that resonates with all the fan base. And so they keep asking for it, and they keep playing it, and they keep asking for it, and they keep playing it. So take us through the set list, what they did last night. They opened with
1: Diamond Eyes, which was shocking to me.
0: i am got to tell you, that used to be my least favorite song that they did, and now it's one of my favorites because I've heard it so many times live. And yes, when you're listening to it, in your car or wherever, it's a great song. Now I think it is, but when you hear that song live, it's it's so just it's so energetic, and they do such a good job of that song. But I was surprised they. I think the last tour they opened with Devil, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Oh well, yeah, that was the attention. attention so uh,
0: I, I I was expecting. Either that or something similar to that. And so when they opened I it was
1: expecting it, Dead Don't Die to be opened with.
0: Well, that was the second song they did. I know,
1: but yeah. I was shocked it wasn't the first because they always open with like their top hit of the album, pretty much.
0: And so they did Diamond Eyes, then they did Dead Don't Die.
1: Three songs from Amaryllis. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which you were like, Yes.
1: I went uh, to Peter and Unity
0: because um,
1: I liked the song, but I could have I liked If You Only Knew Better. So I went pee Um, within like two minutes. I was so impressed with myself. Ran up those stairs. And
0: then at what point did he go into his speech?
1: A couple songs after that, after another song from Amarillus.
0: It's your favorite (laughs) album, I swear to God. He plays like
1: half the album on this tour. Right,
0: and so then he introduces, or he he thanks each of the bands, and he goes into the speech, and I'm going to play it.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, it has been almost 11 years since we have been able to be reunited with our brothers, our family, and our dear, dear friends. If you would, for the legends themselves, give it up for Three Days Christ! When we were putting this tour together, uh, there was something very specific that we wanted to do. And um, to be totally honest and bold with all of you here tonight, we've been working with an organization for the better part of a decade. And the name of this organization is the AFSP. What does that stand for? It stands for the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. So we partnered with them on this tour and Live Nation partnered with us as well on this endeavor. You may have not known this when you purchased the ticket. Every ticket sold on this tour, one dollar from every ticket goes directly to the AFSP. You have generated almost $150,000. Where does this money go? what does it do? Number one, it goes to education in places all over the United States, especially in schools, from grade school all the way to college, to be able to have a discussion about mental health from all sides. With HR in the workplace, for people to be able to go to work and understand that certain employees may have certain things that they will need to talk about from time to time. You gotta understand something. We're a band that's been talking about mental health for the better part of two decades before anyone was talking about it. (laughs) And thankfully now, we're in a society where people can be open about it. Listen, you have no reason to be embarrassed if you have anxiety or you have panic attacks or you deal with depression. That's part of life. It's okay, but it's a heavy subject matter, and we know this, especially when it comes to suicide. I will tell you this, if you know somebody, a friend, a family member, or even yourself, the worst thing you could do is stay quiet. Don't feel embarrassed. Don't be ashamed to ask for help. There are people that will listen to you. There are people that will help you. They will guide you. You've got to know this. We are all a work in progress, am I right? And tonight, if you showed up to this event in your own life, and you feel as if people don't understand you, or you're unloved. I can tell you this. Everybody in this building loves you. Everybody in From Ashes to New loves you. Everybody in Three Days Grace loves you. And everybody in Shinedown, we love you. So for this next song, we want to show you the magic of the human spirit. Ladies and gentlemen, if you would, please.
0: So I stopped it there. I look over to you and you are bawling. (laughs) You are absolutely bawling because you're a mental health professional. Mm -hmm. And so you're sitting there listening to this and it's completely, I'm sure it's all planned out on their end, but it resonated with you because you're helping your clients through a lot of issues. He's talking about issues that you're talking about.
1: It's just the fact that somebody gives a shit enough about mental health to do something when nobody asked him to Mm. because people can beg and plead and you know we can demand more funding but at the end of the day mental health still isn't anywhere near it should be and it's not funded and it's not something that people really care about it's not deemed as a priority in the country and in other countries it absolutely is there's mental health days there's free therapy, there's there's so many things that other countries are doing. But in our country where we live, mental health is a privilege to get treatment for. And it shouldn't be that way. So the fact that he's going out of his way to help people through a nonprofit to be able to feel a little better in the world, it meant a lot in that moment. And I was already in my fields that night. So like that was already a whole issue. So the fact that somebody gave a shit enough to donate $150,000 to an organization that only targets mental health was, it was too much for me in the moment. And that
0: was up, up to last night. That's what they were, you know, that's what they've collected so far that, you know, if they have 30 dates on their tour, they're going to collect, you know, 30 times 15,000 or whatever it is and, and donate all that money. And it's, it's, it's one of those things where you already respected the artist for for being who they are because shinedown is all about positivity and all the songs that they do. Um, they all have a positive message. But then when you hear something like that and you already think this guy is one of the best vocalists in the world at best at what he does, he's most respect, one of the most respected vocalists in the world. And he doesn't have to do any of this guys like Ivan Moody from, from five finger death Punch, they, go out of their way to help the veterans. And they go out of their way to help that segment of the population that gets forgotten for doing the job that keeps us safe. And so, Shinedown is out there saying, Americans should get more mental health treatment because ironically, this country versus most of the other countries, we don't have that. And we have more mental health issues in this country probably any other country now we have people people say 20 million people but still we don't have enough support for the people that need it and there's a lot of issues going on right now in this country you name whatever the issue is that's going on right now it all centers around mental health
1: and it's only getting worse i mean covid really really messed up a lot of people and people who didn't have any issues suddenly came out with issues because they were Kept in a house for however long. And you got to think about all the problems that existed prior. And then COVID blew it all out of proportion. For and me, now- I think
0: it's the children that get all, uh, le- so many children are left behind because of COVID. And, you know, this is a rock podcast and we don't have to necessarily get into, you know, politics, but the, the children that suffered, I don't think we're going to know how bad the problem really is or was for years to come.
1: I would say 80% of my clients are teenagers and 95% of them have issues with something related to COVID.
0: Think about it from this perspective too. If you have a child that has special needs or you have a child with autism or you have a child that has some type of learning impairment and you're trying to teach them at home and you're not equipped to do it as a parent and you go through two years of keeping your child at home and trying to do it at home that child is already so far behind. And now they're even further behind. And it was only the kids that really knuckled down and, and were self-studiers and, you know, were smart kids to begin with. They didn't really, they excelled. They didn't get left behind. But the majority of kids aren't like that. The majority of kids need the support of their teachers. The majority of the kids need support of the school and the other thing that we're forgetting in all of this and again i I don't want to get political and i don't need you know this is a rock podcast and so we'll get back to the rock and roll part of it but most kids who go to school get their meals from schools and they went hungry during the pandemic because their parents can't afford to feed them three times a day and And they also
1: got love from their teachers, right, their friends, and
0: they're at a maybe in a bad situation at home where their parents Health? either are fighting or there's abuse allegations, or they're from a broken home and they only have one parent, and that parent has to work, and so they're basically home to fend for themselves. And if they couldn't work. There's so many issues that that the pandemic is now going. The reverberations from those from the pandemic is going to be years and years and years in the making. But when you see a band like Shinedown go out of their way to help uh, mental health in this country, the amount of respect that I had for them in that moment was profound. And I think y- it hit you like a ton of bricks. When I looked over, you're just bawling. And I, I understood in the moment how you felt because you are a mental The tears were rolling.
1: I didn't even force them. They, they were just, just
0: they were involu- flowing. Involuntary, I would say. And so I commend them for doing what they're doing on this tour. It doesn't sound like a lot, because I know I paid for each ticket, and a dollar doesn't sound like a lot from each ticket, but, but it's, it's a hell than, of a lot more It's
1: more than what, than what a lot of people will. are doing.
0: So I commend them for, uh, for that. And I already, you know, I had them in, in, in my top five of, of bands of all time. Now, I had Nickelback and, you know, Alter Bridge up there. But, you know, right now I would say Down and Nickelback are probably 1 and 1A one Uh, after, after last night, because um, what they're doing is an amazing thing. And Ryan and I are going in July to Madison. It's going to be a different venue. It's at the Sylvie, um, which is more of an intimate venue, kind of like a house of blues. So they're going to have to scale back that show. And it's going to be interesting to see how they do it because what you were hearing that piano in the background, the piano came down basically from the rafters, they had people all cheering
1: up. for the floating piano. Correct, Seth Meyers. And just- so
0: <laughs> it's, it's it's on these cables and, and it came down I don't know three or four times during this during their set, and you know retracted back up. So they're not going to be able to do that at that at, at, at those at that venue. Um, so they're going to have to change their their approach. It's probably going to be more like what I'm used to seeing Shinedown Down, uh, perform back in the day when I saw them first time I saw Shine Down. Well, it was two thousand eight, and then I saw them again, and it was a smaller venue, and they did a great job. Um,
1: I think they know how to play it, though. Whereas there might be bands that struggle with the transition, but because they've played everything, he said, "I've played for five people, I've played for five thousand people." Like, you know, there's, there's,
0: we well, said they played for five hundred thousand well, and yeah, played for five thousand,
1: whatever. But the point being is, he knows how to make the show great, regardless of where they are.
0: He's a genuine performer. He's yes. he. He probably is the same guy behind the scenes as he is on the stage, I would imagine. But I think their whole band comes across that way. I mean, the, the guy who's least visible, Barry Kirsch, their drummer, is very well respected. He was out there at the end of the show in, during the encore, standing by the piano, and people were just cheering him for being himself, just for being that guy. And he's been in the band for 20 years. Um, Eric Bass, he's got a great voice. Mm-hmm. He, he started he and, he recently and, singing right? well he and Zach did a did a song they did they did a they did a song and Brett was off the stage um and those two guys did a great job together now Zach's got a good voice and he kind of put some humor humor in there saying oh my wife is from Wisconsin but she's not here tonight because you know I, she's she just thinks I'm in a band and it's kind of funny because you're in a you're in a band that every single person walking the face of the earth probably knows Shinedown And you're not just in a band, you're in the band, right? Like you're in one of the top 10 bands in the world, um, which I find ironic. So, um, and he said he had a house in Wisconsin, which was interesting because his wife is from Wisconsin. Um, But again, I can't say enough about Brent and his vocals. I mean, he's, he's really matured as an artist, but when you listen to his vocals now live and then you listen to him on the album, there's not a lot of difference. Not a lot of artists that can do that. Miles Kennedy's one of those guys that can do it. Brent Smith's one of those guys that can do it. Chad Kruger's one of those guys that can do it. There's a few artists out there. Um, uh, Rob Thomas, we saw Matchbox Twenty a few years ago. He sounded just like he does on on the album. There's a few guys. um,
1: And I don't know if it speaks to maturity, you know, or if it's them as an artist. I think
0: they work on their craft so much. I mean, that whole concert is coordinated down to the nth degree right there's everything i was they waiting do for someone
1: thawed. to back into that fire honestly
0: well everything <laughs> is thought out right so they're on this stage and it's a grid and so this whole landing strip is basically like a grid and they have lights coming up from underneath it and at one point they lower this apparatus and then they have these sparklers come down and they go into into the landing strip if you will and so they have it's to like great all right so it's 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 unbelievable how they've thought out every single detail on this tour, which is probably why it was so expensive to go to the show because it was a really you're
1: good show. You're paying for the show, right. you're not it's paying a really for somebody good show. to stand in front of you and see You got all the lights, you got the
0: fireworks, you've got the video boards, you've got all, just all the stuff that they do is amazing. Um, it's kind of like going to a Five Finger to Death Punch uh, concert because they put on though. a great show. I'm just saying it's a, it's it's a it's not just a it's just not a performance of the songs, it's it's a perform it's the whole performance is not just the music, it's you're getting to know the guys they're they're interacting with the crowd they're personable Nickelback is the same way Chad and the guys get very there's interactive bands I've with the seen crowd. that
1: have been around for ten plus years and they don't even do as much interaction as these guys always do
0: like when we went to Nothing More. Johnny didn't really interact with the crowd. No. He was, he's very charismatic. He runs around, has a lot of high energy, but he's not talking back and forth to the crowd. Like some of these bigger bands do. Um, I would like to see actually, and I, w- I went back and listened to our, our podcast with uh, the review of nothing more. I would actually like to see Johnny play some bigger venues. I think they're a band that can play some of their bigger venues. Um, I'd like to see that, what they can do with kind of that type of a stage. I think they would do amazing um, they would have amazing results. Um, but Shinedown, I've seen them, again, I, I thought it was four. You'd think it's six. That I, I'll take your word for it. It was one of the better performances that I've seen them have. But some of the videos, and as I was saying before, I took some of these videos where I panned out, and you can just see the whole crowd around the band supporting them, and it's just it's visually stunning. Because there's so many people like you go to a smaller venue and yeah, there's some people there and it looks like a big crowd, but you get 15,000 people standing there in a in a big horseshoe, basically, and it's something to really see, especially when everybody puts their phones on and the little lights were all over the place and and he was singing um, follow you down and it was it, I, that was it was an amazing night. I think all three bands did a very, very good job, but Shinedown is one of those bands that deserves every single bit of recognition and accolades. And they've been better and better
1: every time. I've seen them from their smaller shows to these arena shows, and every time it's gotten better. There's not a time where I'm like, ah, I wasn't as well. I'm looking forward to
0: July to go see them in Madison because.
1: I'm thinking about going, but I don't know who I would take. So mm. I'm, I'm working on that piece. But
0: yeah, you have to get them on the you have to get the tickets on the secondary market. I think Ryan did that as well. But um, it would be it would be it would be silly not to go see them if you had the opportunity. If anybody's listening to this and you have not seen Shine Down live, and it's for
1: a good cause,
0: it doesn't matter how much money you're going to spend. Spend spend the hundred and fifty dollars and go see them. It will be worth every single penny that you spend. Um, so we get done. We leave the venue, drive back. Um, I think we were both pretty tired from the whole day. But um, what would your what would your final thoughts be on the entire experience, including the the arena, the bands? Give me a, a recap of what you think.
1: I think that it was a show that people would be stupid to miss out on. I've never not enjoyed myself at a Shine show, and with the other two guys, the other two bands, you know, I. It was one to not miss, and I know Ryan was upset he missed it, and that's why I give him a little shit every once in a while.
0: But <laughs> we were texting him pictures. It's
1: genuinely a great lineup with great guys who actually care about their. Well, work. it's his
0: favorite. It's his favorite band. Yeah. So he he was pissed he missed it, but he was out of town. But he's gonna see him in Madison, which I think that's gonna be a really good show because it's gonna be more intimate and they'll connect with the crowd. Um, the thing I will say from from top to bottom, uh, kudos to the people at Five Serve Arena. Or forum, I'm sorry, my mistake. Pfizer forum, uh, they were nothing short of professional from top to bottom. Uh, they kept everything moving. They do a clean. great job. They're very clean, uh, from the bathrooms to the concourse to the. I will say, people don't itself. know how to flush
1: the toilet, but that's not the cleaning people's fault. Yeah, <laughs> but
0: but the, the the whole venue is very very clean. Looks it sparkles. So uh, congratulations to those people, Live Nation. Um, they put on they 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 put together a very very good lineup. Uh, every single band was phenomenal. Uh, I can't say enough about. Uh, from ashes to new, I like them. You like them more. Um, so I, I we I think we both agree that we would like to have seen them a little longer on stage. They did. Three great Days on Grace. Them. Oh my god, I I I can't wait to see them again. They they did a, Matt's, uh, Matt Matt has fit so well into that band. He's kind of made it his own. So I'm really looking forward to seeing him again. Uh, with the guys, and then uh, I can't. I mean, it's going to be t- three months, it's, two and a half months before I get to see Shine Down it's again. It's an experience you'll
1: never it. get again. I feel like that I was, think we take
0: it for granted because we go to so many events and we see so many. There's bands. not a
1: show, a lot of shows where I'm like kind of speechless afterwards because it was so good. But mm. that was one of them. Like, yeah, I enjoy shows. I enjoy a lot of shows. I have fun at shows, but.
0: Yeah. So you were having a conversation. So I, I I think this really sums it up best how privileged sometimes we are, just in just in what we do and 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 we're afforded the opportunity to go to some of these shows. You had an interaction with somebody the night before the show, and they the were saying, of. or the day of, and, yeah. and they were saying, "Wow, you're really you're really lucky." And you, what was your comment to me? You said about that was the first time you felt a certain way.
1: It was the first time I felt like lucky i guess to to be able to go to these shows because i guess i don't realize that people like actually like this music and it was the first time anyone had ever really been like oh my god i'm so jealous that wasn't a friend because the friends are like oh that's cool that's fun but like this was somebody i'd never met and she's like that's really dope like i wish i could go that Mm. sounds awesome
0: so i'm i'm involved in a lot of or i belong to a lot of like fan groups um because I, I want to kind of get the sense of how the general public views these bands like Falling in Reverse and Citizen Soldier and Smashing to Pieces and Nickelback and Alter Bridge and uh, just to name a few. And I'm involved in all those Facebook groups. And the overwhelming thing that I see in there is, gosh, I wish I could go to the show. I can't afford it. Gosh, I wish I could go to the show. They're not going to be in my town. Gosh, I wish I could go to the show, but for this I can't go or whatever. And I forget. There's so many. I mean, we are fortunate to live in a city or around a city, a big city like Chicago, where a lot of bands come through here. But not everybody's that fortunate. And so we see a lot of bands. We go to a lot of concerts. We've talked about it. We're going to There's a lot of There's bands that don't year. even
1: touch a certain state.
0: Correct. And so we're very fortunate, which allows us to do this podcast because then we're able to bring that experience. And I hope that people understand when we do this, it's not just about the music. The reason we talk about the venue is we want to give you the entire experience as if, as if we're walking you through the experience because – I realize there's a lot of people that will never go to these shows. And so they want to kind of get an idea of how the experience is from start to finish, from the time that you're arriving to the venue to the time that you leave. Was there a lot of parking issues? You know, maybe that's not the. Biggest thing you want to know, but there was not. There was not. We parked <laughs> like three blocks away, and it was perfect. And we got there right at the end. And my feet were um, hurting, but I you made know, it. There's made two it big garages piece. we couldn't get in, and we got we. we they we, sold we, out. We were fortunate enough to get a lot about three three blocks away, and you know it was only five dollars more than the than the uh, uh the parking garages. But my point to that is taking people through the entire experience helps them better understand, like. I, I'm trying to put them in the moment like they're actually there with us. So that's why we do what we do.
1: Talk about how long it, it is to stand in those lines for like merch and stuff because that sucks.
0: Well, but, <laughs> the bathrooms. But that's a choice, right? Yeah. So it's like some people don't get merch. Now yeah. some people do. Some people just buy it online. Mm-hmm. Um, you had mentioned that Shinedown had a shirt up there from the Monsters Tour. That's true. But think about if you couldn't go to the Monsters Tour, but you saw that shirt there, you're like, oh, score, I can get one of the shirts from the Monster Tour even though I wasn't there. So um I think Shinedown and, and a lot of bands do a good job of bringing as much of the the merch and experience and paraphernalia, whatever you want to say, collectibles, to the the, the fans as they can. Um, but we just try, that's why we go through so much of these reviews and we do the venue and we do the bands and we try, try to take you through some of the set list to kind of bring you through. Exactly like if and you shit, were there.
1: If you have money to spend and you don't, and you're like, oh, I don't know if I want to go see this band, and then we're like, it sucked.
0: Correct. Save your money and go see Shine Down. Save your money, and go see Three Days Grace. Save your money, and go see From Ashes to New. Save your money, and go see North uh, Nothing More. Save your money, and go see Crown the Empire. Save your money, and go see Thousand Below. Save your money, and go see Sh- Smash into Pieces, Citizen Soldier. <laughs> they have. We have been really fortunate the last few weeks to see some of these terrific oh, band. Hogfest is going to be lit. And by the way, in 4 days we're going to Hogfest in Milwaukee back at the server Arena. We have different seats um and we'll do a review of be that show. And experience. it's going to be Disturbed, Falling in Reverse, um Beartooth. Beartooth and Dorothy and hopefully we'll get a chance to to meet up with Dorothy uh and thank her for being on the podcast, but um that is going to be an amazing show and I can't wait to to do that review because uh Ryan will be there um the three of us will be there uh that's going to be a completely completely different show than we went to last night that's going to be a fun show I to hope review
1: it's the same setup though like the stage is long the lights are great the sound is great because i had no complaints about yeah. the venue it was it was a, just it the was, people it was inside, inside a, the venue but i think
0: it was an a plus from start to finish yeah it was one of the it was one of the most fun we've been to some shitty venues shows lately. we've been to in a while. <laughs> well, the venues haven't been great, but the shows have been great, and that's really what you go for. Um,
1: Sometimes it's about all of it, though. It
0: was really good to go to a venue, have a seat, have a good have view. Have a
1: production that's great.
0: Again, you a could plus see the TVs,
1: you could see the lights, you could see the, and I wasn't getting blinded every two seconds.
0: And you thought the sound quality was really good from the speakers. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a little loud, but again we were we were kind of right by a speaker so maybe that's the reason i and thought And also it was. we were
1: sitting on a side so like what's the difference of sitting from on a side Correct. where the sound is kind but of different But we're going to be sitting in the front. We're going
0: to be sitting by the by the sound booth if you will or And that's you know, where
1: the sound is kind of all encompassing. So it's you know it's going to be different. And that's where they
0: hear it. So that's where we're going to get a completely different experience on that. So looking forward to that. Um thanks for joining me kiddo. Appreciate mm-hmm. it.